0: Welcome to this edition of Great Hearts Table, a newsletter and podcast for pastors and those who care for them. Some pastors feel inadequate um, because what they discover is that what they are expected to do does not always align with what they signed up to do. Uh, We signed up to care for people which we're good at and somewhere along the way, we discovered we were supposed to be running a church, which we may not be as good at. And yet somehow we have to find a way to do both. So pull up a chair and let's consider how we might think about this idea of running a church. Oh, my favorite people are broken. Believe me, I heart should know. My therapist put content to something I'd struggled with for 35 years. I had expressed to her the tensions I'd been feeling regarding our church's 2021 budget. Though the church's giving in 2020 had been surprisingly good, pandemic and all, it wasn't going to be sufficient to meet the aggressive goals that we had set the year before. Our church is small and our part-time staff is comprised of outstanding, devoted, and gifted people, and yet I was facing the possibility that these people whom I valued and loved would lose hours if not their jobs altogether. So I was losing sleep over these matters, and I began to believe I was responsible for it all, that it was my fault if I were a better pastor, I thought. The church would be growing, more money would be coming in, and we would not be facing this. I was thinking, if not saying it, that if I were a better pastor-like, and then I filled in the blank with some pastor across town or somebody who's online. And when I began to think this way, I began to wish I'd chosen some other career. My therapist took a more reasonable view. She reminded me that these stresses were normal for someone who runs a small business runs a small business, that was it. Like it or not, I run a small business. I have no training or particular facility or love for running a business. I've never set out to do that, but here I am running a business with all the worries and apprehensions that come with it as well. I have dozens of well-meaning and concerned people who may know a lot more about running a business, observing and forming judgments in all I do. It's no wonder I feel stress. Uh, Running a business is not what most of us think of, and we believe that God is calling us to be a pastor. That calling arises elsewhere. We find we have a passion to teach and to preach the Bible. We find in our hearts a deep desire to come alongside people and to help them see Jesus. Adding to that a garnish of small business headaches is not normally in the picture. But the headaches come, anyway, and the challenge is to keep this aspect of ministry secondary. However, with all the pressure to be successful, to add numbers to the bottom line, to show a profit, to have more customers than the year before, the secondary easily becomes primary. It becomes the thing that keeps us awake at night. The struggle to manage the church and to see it grow can become the pastor's self-defining role. Soon, since this may or may not be our strong suit, we conclude that we're simply bad pastors. We spiral into self-loathing, or we quit, or both. The garnish, we discover, has poisoned the whole dish. I think it was when I was feeling this way years ago that I first read The Contemplative Pastor by Eugene Peterson. At that time, his words were a cool breeze for my fevered brain. Here was the pushback against running a church that I needed as he validated my primary calling and moved to put the idea of running a church in its proper place. Running a church or a small business, he acknowledged, is part of what we do and he encourages us to do it as well as we're able, but this isn't what defines us. As he put it, quote, I run a church in the same spirit that I, along with my wife, run our house. Running a house is not what we do. What we do is build a home, develop in marriage, raise children, practice hospitality, pursue lives of work and play, end of quote. Peterson was telling me it was okay to be a pastor first, to pray, to teach, perhaps to sit at Starbucks and drink coffee while listening to a young woman or a young man wrestle with her or his future. These are good things, primary things. These are the things that define us as pastor, not the ability to run a church. Oh, I run the church the best I can, but not as well as many. And perhaps it's because of my lack of skill in this area that my church is and always will be small, but that does not define me as a pastor. I wish I could turn over to someone else all the details of this small business called Covenant Presbyterian Church, but I can't. And so I do what needs doing, and I fight to keep pastoring primary. My concern here is for the many of you who feel you are illegitimate and incompetent pastors because you don't excel at running a church. Your legitimacy and competence lie elsewhere. You need to remember that. You're no doubt a good pastor. Maybe you're not as good at running a business as you'd like. But that's okay. You can still be a good pastor. Great Heart's Table is published on the first, second, and fourth Mondays of each month in both audio and print format. I hope you will email me with comments and questions so that I can better know you, and I hope you'll subscribe and encourage others to do so. Thanks for joining us at Great Heart's Table. I am Randy Greenwald, pastor of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Alvito, Florida. Just breaking down, there's a bend in the road. That I have found called home. Take a left to the loneliness. There's a place to find forgiveness called home.